waiting for Rumble to catch up. It's oh. not there yet. <laughs> I'm like, why is it not? Am I not in the right place? I don't know. There you are. There you are. You're in the right place. <clears throat> is it terrible that that took me a minute to be like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> You're not with it. What's up, everybody? Happy Thursday. Yeah, that's why I'm all messed up. Hey, Christine. Hi, Christine. Hey, Dad. Welcome to Thursday. Definitely. Uh, people are probably like, what? 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 Coffee Table Chronicles is live tonight? On what's, Thursday? What's, going, what's on? going on? Why is it yelling at me? <laughs> this is why I can't figure it out. See, now we're good. Now See, we're good. now I'm where I should be. So. I can. It's been you're a right? week. You're right. You're, oh, you're telling well, it's me. It's been a week because somebody was stuck in an airport for how long? <laughs> I had a very bad day. Sixteen yesterday. hours. Yeah, it felt like twenty-four, but you know, it, it, it was, was literally like sixteen. You were supposed it, to leave at eight a.m. and you didn't leave till yeah. It was it was a weird day. So I was I was in Dallas getting ready to fly home yesterday, which is why we didn't do the show last night. And my flight was scheduled to leave at twelve thirty. He was supposed to be here. Yeah, and then you know, my flight was scheduled for twelve thirty Dallas time, and get on the plane. Taxi the runway, everything's good. You were actually on the plane though. Yeah, it's not what? like they kicked you out before. Like you were on the plane. You yeah. were ready to like oh yeah, I was I was ready to go. So we're taxi the runway, getting ready to go, and, and we just stop and we sit there for 10 minutes. I'm like, what is holding us up? And then the pilot comes on and goes, Sorry, folks, gotta go back to the gate. Um, apparently there's a storm coming in and our plane doesn't have de-icing capabilities. So apparently at 30,000 feet, it gets cold. Which, which we know. Which we, we know. I'll watch the ice on um, the planes, but doesn't every so, plane have de-icing right hey marilyn thanks for jumping on hi marilyn um so yeah so we deplaned waited for another plane and then the storms really did hit then you got yeah it was pretty pretty wicked and then um it took till 9 30 at night for us to get a plane finally because the plane that was on the way got diverted to tulsa because of the storm, storm. and then by the time it made it to us it was, it was late and then while you were on the plane the pilot comes on and says, oh, yeah, it's going to be a little bumpy. We have to go higher because the storm is 70,000 feet and there's a tornado below us. Well, no, he, he said we have to go around the storm that was oh, okay. 70,000 feet and, and a tornado and spawned you. a tornado on the ground. So, yeah, it was it was a um, an Alfred Hitchcock movie. <laughs> so Keith is home. Yay. So I am home. Yes. Glad a to be home. Stressful. It's fine. So we decided to bump the show to tonight, which I appreciate everybody jumping on. All yes. you Rumble fans out there, thanks for jumping on. Welcome uh, to Rumble on Thursdays. It's gonna okay. be gonna be a fun show tonight. It's gonna be something. I mean, and let us know if you like Thursdays better because we're talking about maybe moving it. So yeah. let us know. Yeah. I mean, if this could be a thing. I kind of like. It's Thursdays. a little. I don't. You don't want. No, it's weird. It's like, just because I'm used to the Wednesdays. Used to so Wednesday. like, you were used to Friday before too, though. I know, but Friday so was the weekend, and that was fine. Like, Wednesday true. was, I'm like, oh, I'm halfway through my week. <laughs> now you're going to move it to Thursday. Like, I don't cope well when right. we change stuff. I know you don't. Anyway, give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, mm. Americana Ammunition Coffee. And what did we make with their stuff this week? We made... Oh, we don't have a picture. No, I don't have a picture. <gasps> I have a picture. I know. We'll post it on Facebook. It's on Facebook already. We made tiramisu, tiramisu with the World Blend, so which good. is delicious, and it came out very, very good. So i uh, pretty excited about that. It was delicious. Yeah, we was, it was kind of trial and error. Christine, you've never flown? Yeah, fly, you know, flying is not bad, Christine. Flying just, is great. <laughs> I love flying. Apparently, just don't fly into Dallas. Yeah, just don't fly American <laughs> Airlines. I'm hey, so Papa sorry, Joey. Guys. Thanks for jumping on. <gasps> Hi, Joey. Yeah, I should have called you, Joey. I didn't. I was kind of annoyed. Um, he was irritated. He didn't yeah, even call me much. I, I, I was on very little sleep and... 
very couldn't even get drunk because they were moving his <laughs> moving his like your gates all the way to the other terminal like it was insane oh yeah if you guys never been to uh, dfw airport it's it's big there's actually a train that takes you from gate to gate not gate to gate but uh terminal so to like terminal ours, yeah it, it's like ours but it's 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 crazy it's just it, it's a big airport did you have to take the train to go to the other i, side? I did so <gasps> they moved you all the way yeah yeah so i went from they, they took us from terminal b to terminal a and they're, they're right next to next to each other but what's cool about uh dfw is they split it up so terminal a will have gates let's say one, one through, through 15 yeah. or one through 20 and then they'll have a terminal a 20 through 30 yeah and the train actually takes you to where you're closest to your gate which is kind of oh, nice. that's cool okay but yeah, so they they'll kept, take you to each like area leg yeah 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 so so i i had to stay close to the terminal because i didn't know where when the plane gonna was going to come what the deal was so i had to eat what was well, around you there. were on the phone with me yeah and then they were like and then oh, they changed the gate like, again Wait, they just changed my to a whole nother i gotta go and i was like okay lady bye yeah it was it was an interesting experience so yeah it's fun but anyway but i don't want to dwell on that so Christine, we, I'll come fly with you for the first time. I'll fly go. to you and you can fly to me and then I'll fly with you. That's a lot of flying. Actually. <laughs> that many times. But I'll fly to go get you and then bring you here and then you can fly home. That was a lot. That's one extra fly. I'll do that. All right. Redhead Bakery also partnered mm. up with American Animation <gasps> Coffee. They have um, it's like an apple turnover. Those apple things Very now. Good. Oh, my God. Yep, Not that I needed that in my life. Delicious. So good. Then I'm we got so Coffee Table bad. Chronicles on the go on Spotify. So Spotify. Check it out. Listen to it on your way to work or wherever. We can go with you to work. We can go with you everywhere. Yay. Too much flying. I love flying, Christine, though. You just fly out here, go on vacation, and then I'll fly back with you. There you go. Got you. So we got a great we have a great guest tonight that's going to be on. Uh, he's actually finishing up his show right now. I'm so excited. And once he's done with his show, he's going to jump on with us and it's talk about UF, tonight's topic. He's a ufologist. Ufologist. Yes, yes. Not a UFOologist because that's too many oohs, <laughs> but a <laughs> ufologist, which is the same thing. So this is very odd for us to do an episode like this. This is more the old truth about beer days, but this this it's topic really yeah it kind of fascinates me and I, i'd like to get his opinion on well it and with what just happened and, in vegas like right it's kind of i mean as keith was like there's aliens in vegas and i'm like yeah every day <laughs> and he's like no for real and i was like oh for real yeah, yeah not those kinds of aliens. <laughs> like have you walked down the strip lately because right. yeah they're there yeah it's, a, it's an interesting story so we'll we'll get into it uh for sure hi sylvia hey sylvia yeah, like, oh, she is my last name. Go back. Are you a Carol, like, from the, from the, like, Michigan, like, Ohio Carols? We should be related. <laughs> could be related. Oh, God, I'm so sorry if we are. All right, we got a few memes tonight, so let's get through those. So, uh, try to find some funny UFO memes. Oh, my goodness, this is hilarious. So, I'm using the force. We crash because of gravity. I'm surrounded by idiots. Look at the guy's like, oh my God. <laughs> He's like, let's just leave him here. I like the one squatting. I'm using the force. <laughs> oh my God. You know, we all have those friends. So you would love this story. What would you do if you won the lottery? Me, 1989, billionaire oh. Richard Branson released a hot air balloon shaped like a UFO and hired yes. a midget dressed as ET to scare people when it landed. Oh my God. <laughs> Absolutely would do that. I know. I totally see you doing that. Oh, where is he from? I'm super getting super personal. I'm so sorry. My last name is Carol, too, with two R's and two L's. Well, obviously, if it's Christine's daughter, they're probably from Ohio. So, Oh, it's her daughter. Crap. Yeah. Did you miss that part? 
I did. I didn't read that okay. part. I was too excited about the other part. <laughs> well, Christine, when we go there, we'll have to meet and see if we're related. That would be awesome. There that means go. we could be related, Christine. <gasps> it could get better. According to the news, the UFO caught on camera. Trailer street lamp. That was good. That's the whole. There's this meme for X-rays, and it's all about uh, the directionality of it. Right. And it's like the lion who's carrying the cub, and it looks like the lion chopped the cub's head off, and right. then you do it from the other side, and she's just carrying the. Cub. Oh yeah, that, you're like, yeah, oh yeah. That, yeah, it's all yeah. about perception. Yeah, the UFO. Quick, grab the worst camera we own. <laughs> Doesn't that seem to be oh, the case? Seriously, you're like, why is it blurry in, in eight different colors? And are we in the 1980s? Right. <laughs> oh, my God, that's great. I like this one. UFO caught on tape. Oh, my God, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. You know darn well that's like an office. Somebody just won the office pool. Yep. They're like, what is this? And they're like, I don't know, UFO caught on tape. And they're like, what? That's, oh, come yeah. on, that's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> But you know that's somebody who just won the office pool for like best whatever. Right. That's great. Why alien um, abductions happen only at night? It's for all you moms out there. It's 9 p.m. and you're just now telling me you need a human for school tomorrow. Right. We've all been there. We've all been there. You need what? <laughs> you, need what? you need a volcano that what? By tomorrow. Really? By 6 a.m. you think this is going to happen? Oh, her fiance is from Jersey. Nope. Sorry. You never know. You might have some family in Jersey. No, we're not crazy enough to go there. <laughs> Although I did marry a New Yorker, so you know that is true. There's that. that is true. So what do we you have? Never know. We could be. We got like people. How many weeks we have? We have two weeks, two shows what left before say? the end of the season. You just ask me how many weeks I am. What the fuck? How many? How many I was weeks? like, what? How many weeks we have left of the show? Only two weeks, right? Yeah, because next week's the end of June. So July, it's cute that you're asking July me that. July 4th is our last show. So two more shows before the end of the season. There you go. It's cute he's asking me that. Like, I have any idea even what today I, is. I figured you would know. I figured you were tracking this stuff. I'm not the producer. No. Well, doesn't mean you're not assistant producer. When I'm out of town, you're the producer. Oh, God. I know. It's terrifying. <laughs> Don't ever. Oh, although we did really well. We did okay. Nothing blew up. I didn't. I mean, I did leave the stuff on. In the studio. Yeah, that's nothing that's, blew up. It's not a big deal. See, Christine knows two shows left. Good, good job. But then we get to come see you. Yep. Two shows left, and then a week, and then we come see Christine. We're oh no, Ohio. it's that next one. No, is there a week in between? There's a well, so yeah, our last show. Then we have a week in between, and, and then, then we, we go. go see we go to Ohio. So two be, weeks, Christine, you'll be without us, and then you get to see us. That'll be fun. Um, It'll be a good time. I have to message her and see what she wants us to bring her. Okay, you do that. Like a cactus? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not playing with a cactus. That sounds dangerous, yeah, actually. Yeah, that would be bad. I'll send you a cactus. So give a shout out to all you guys on Rumble. Thanks for joining us. Yep. I, I really wish StreamYard would integrate Rumble. I got it. I got you right I, I know here. you have it. I mean, but nobody ever talks to me, though. We can't see. Everybody start talking to Lindsay. God, don't talk to me. Start no. chatting Lindsay up on uh, Lord Rumble. Lord, help there. me. Somebody's going to be like, I'll be right. like, how do you spell that? <laughs> <laughs> got to get some chats going. So chat, chat. I mean, I could just write random stuff. You could. Like potatoes are see, blue. See if anybody responds to you. Right. So in a couple of minutes, we'll be joined by Alan Smith, who is a ufologist. He has his own show called Mystic Lounge, which we were Ooh. watching a little bit of the show. Oh, we were just watching it just now. Was that before we went live? Lounge? Yeah. Yep. Oh, like and it's that. uh 
title of it's Coffee and UFOs, which is kind of fitting. It's kind of fitting to our show. Oh, that's cool. Coffee Table Chronicles. So coffee and you coffee and ufologists. Ufologists, right? So kind of kind of excited to talk to him about that. Um, I want to get his take on the whole Jay said no cactus. Why no cactus? Wait, only cactus? There, I mean, they only hurt for a minute. <laughs> So I do have to say it was 113 in Texas when I was there. And it was not 113 here. No, Thank it wasn't. God. So I was in I was in San Angelo for three days and it was freaking hot. And you said what? The the place you went that you wanted to go ghost hunting. Um Fort Concho. Fort Concho is like they redid it all and they do like it'd be cool to do ghost hunts. They say it's super haunted. Well, they say the hospital is, but oh, the whole place I'm sure is the is Civil Concho War was there. Concho, Concho, I think it is the whatever that river is, River Concho River. Con Con, Con I don't know. No, it's not a New York name, really. You're gonna go there. <laughs> I love that. Lake. It, was, it was a cool little town. I'd never been to San Angelo before. It was a lot of fun. It's cute. It was like this big. Luckily, the guy I was there with, so I was there for business. Luckily, he's a big sightseer. So as we're driving to the he's facility like, where this, I'm working at, he's going off on all these different roads going, oh, I got to show you this. I got to show you that. Well, so, and he's super like a history buff, so he, he knows everything. Yeah, he's super smart. Super smart. And uh, what was cool about the town, and um, Joey, I, know if, I don't know if you've been there or not, but they take the old buildings and... They actually allow uh, the town, they, they actually graffiti the sides of the buildings. Oh, that's what you were saying. And, and all the buildings downtown, they all have a mural. And they're that's beautiful. Cool. They're absolutely beautiful. Yeah. The work that's done over there was incredible. I didn't take any pictures. I wish we I did. We do that a little bit but, in downtown Phoenix, but it's so hard because everybody tries to go back over it. Yeah. But it's so cool. Yeah. It's super neat. Um, yeah. So what they, what they do is... It is. I 100% agree because the humidity, I, I want to say the humidity was up around 50% when I got there. It was like, yeah. holy crap. It was, oh. it was pretty humid. So, but they, um, so they, they clear out the walls once a month. So they'll paint oh, over them cool. white and allow them to come back in. And oh, so, that's super neat. Yeah. So every month you have different murals, but some that's of them were just cool. Oh, gorgeous. they're absolutely beautiful. Really beautiful. Some of the time, some of the stuff they do is just insane. Yeah. And so. a lot of the buildings are really cool too. So, and Mom, will you send her the live link, please? Gosh. Um, people want to join. People want to join and come talk with us. So we should send Joey on that. See if Joey can find the people. Since he's there. What? Oh, for the. Uh, to do to see if we can investigate. See over if we can there. investigate there. That'd be super cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, it's run We'd by the. It's that. run by the city. So I don't know if you if you have to reach out to the city or you know and we'll, see how to. I'll take a look. They say the hospital is very haunted. So I would assume that whole area is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's all civil war. war, So, yeah. Yeah. So everybody um, would be in the hospital and just be sitting out in the field and be like, (laughs) who's going to come talk to me? Yeah. Exactly. Right. (laughs) That'd be a lot of fun. Right. It'd be super interesting. All right. Looks like Alan jumped on with us. So let's bring Alan on. I'm excited to get going on this. Good evening, sir. How you doing? Hey, hey, good. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thank you. Welcome to the show, Alan Smith. Uh, we were watching a little bit we of your show bit, before. Uh, yeah, we were a little bit you. Was, uh, oh, nice. <laughs> thank man. you. I appreciate that. We're like, oh, it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's coffee and UFOs. Come on now. That's that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> we we're okay with that. We love coffee. <laughs> yeah, clearly your your third partner in the background. Yes, is on board. Yeah, I know he's with us too with the coffee. Yeah, so how are well, you? We're we're good. We're good. I, I'm I'm happy now that I'm finally out of Dallas and home, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Me too. 
Oh, were you, what were you doing? You were in Dallas? Yeah. So I, I went there for work and I tried to fly home yesterday and they had a bunch of storms and whole, it was just, it was just a mess. It was a nightmare. And I yeah. finally got out. I was supposed to leave at 1230 yesterday. I got out of there at 930 last night and got home here about 11. So. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's funny because this, this topic, I think it leans towards the type of person that is a late night person, um, which I, I, mostly am but then my job says no you're not (laughs) and then then i've got like these two realities running side by side i'm like oh my gosh how do i balance this out right we understand that with the paranormal stuff Mm -hmm. everybody's like you want to go ghost hang on sunday and we're like no yes (laughs) but no but no Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like you know when you're younger and people want to go out and party and it's like you you knew that you're going to wake up with a hangover. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. You knew yeah. that going to bed at 4 a.m. and getting up at 6 was not a good idea. No, no. And it was easier when you were 21. You muddled through it. Yeah. yeah. You could yeah, get yeah. through the day. Now we wake up. We're like, oh, my God, I'm going to physically, like, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just feel bad. Like, I am literally going to die. Right. The self-induced yeah. near-death experience. Yeah, yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and yet somehow we still do it. We're not smart. Oh, man. So I'd like to learn a little bit about you, if you don't mind. Um, sure. I know you're you're a member of MUFON, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're you follow you follow just as uh, Ron was telling me. So how did you give a little background on that? I, I heard on your last show that you said that you had had an encounter before, and I'm, I'm just curious about that. So my first encounter and only real UFO encounter was I was about 12 years old, um, and uh, a friend of mine and I were in the back of a, a car. Parents were obviously driving. And this was a kind of a, you know, not populated highway that ran parallel to the new, the Garden State Parkway in New Jersey. Um, so a lot of like pine trees uh, and it was a clear night, just, you know, nice scenery. And we're looking out at the sky and we see particularly two objects that are kind of like stars. You know, they're, they're bright, brighter. They're in the four um, moving, but one of them in particular moved in a very strange way. So it kind of streaked across the sky, stopped on a dime, streaked back across, stopped on the dime, and then was like a shooting star in reverse, just oh, wow. shot off into the upper atmosphere or beyond or wherever. So clearly not a seagull. Um, you know, and, and it was obvious that these were you know in the distance. It wasn't like we're mis- mistaking fireflies yeah. <laughs> as we're driving in a car. So it, it was strange. We don't know what it was. Um, could it have been some kind of you know, special access program military craft or was it something extraterrestrial or was it something else? Um, you know, it's growing up in that area. I don't ever remember hearing reports of things like swamp gas and like plasma balls or, or anything of the sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I don't, I just don't think it was that because it was so high up in the sky anyway. Um, so it, yeah, it's anomalous. And then from that point on, I was just always into it. It was just, I just had to get an answer. Um, and even if I didn't get an answer, it was just, just the fun, the, the search, you know, the right. you know, pondering what it means, um, that we could be in close contact with something that's aware of us and we're not aware of it. That well, kind of puts you, puts you on your toes. And especially at that age, like that just peaks yeah. of, mm-hmm. I mean, you're already, your mind's already going a million miles a minute. <laughs> and now you're adding this into the mix. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Um, 
but at the same time, you know, it kind of makes life exciting. This, and since then, I've you know obviously followed um, what's going on with ufology for the most part. You know, there are times where I kind of you know dip in and out depending on what's going on in life. Um, but now it's a it's a different time. Now it's it's every week. It seems like there's something just so fascinating. And even if it's not directly related to ufology per se, something in science is is revealing some new discovery that's you know tangentially related to right. extraterrestrial life or um, you know a, a better understanding of the, the physics of our universe and all that. It's just so exciting. Earlier in like the early 2000s, you know, and in, in, in the 90s, like there could be periods where not much was coming into the news. Yeah. You know, and so you were really just kind of relying on books that people were writing and just, you know, it's, yeah, that kind of thing. Exactly. Um, but now it's like, oh, my gosh, like I can't keep up. Like, I really it's it's hard. Oh, yeah. And especially with like you said, with them actually reporting it on the news, it's it's there in front of you. So mm -hmm. you can grab it a lot easier. Everything's at our fingertips now. So I can only imagine everything that's just being produced. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I was going to say that too, because it, like you said, technology has come such a long way back in the eighties. We didn't have the ability to post stuff on the internet and no. say, Hey, look what I just saw or, or video, you know, mm -hmm. video happening live. You know, so I think we're, we're definitely at a bigger advantage now because we, we have more access to the tools. Um, do you remember, I think, do you remember the movie, the explorers? It was uh, like a bunch of kids. Yeah, I do. I it's do. Very eighties movie. Yeah. And like, yeah. Like yeah. a few uh, friends and they like come across this spaceship or some kind of technology and then they end up going out into space with these like like mm -hmm. you know very like muppet type aliens <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know, great special effects but um <laughs> i don't remember that yeah but it, it you know something like that would just spark our imagination mm -hmm. um close encounters of the, of the third kind mm -hmm. and a friend of mine and i uh you know we would put together like just like take random electronic components put them together and think that somehow we're gonna like play that song that John Williams tune, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they're just gonna come down, yeah, and they're gonna come down. Um, but we, you know, we actually got got kind of got lucky. Probably not, probably not good for the pilots because, because we accidentally oh. tapped into some some stuff that was going on up in the oh, no. in the air. Yeah. So we thought we had a chance. Yeah. You're like, we got up there, we could make it. And we the pilot far. Like, right. yeah. knocking on the door, and your mom's like, I'm so sorry. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Yeah. They're like, are you hackers? No. Well, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny you brought that up because when I initially reached out to Ron, uh, who recommended highly recommended you to come on the show. Oh, um, thanks, Ron. He he was talking to me because I asked him, I knew he just went to that UFO convention recently and, and was a speaker at it. And, and I was just curious. I said, what did, what did you do there? And he told me that they were kind of, he didn't really get into it too detail, but what he said was they were, they were exploring the idea of what the, the, the tools we use for paranormal mm -hmm. research and communicating that could be used in the UFO area as well. And they, he was kind of exploring that. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought right. that was fascinating. I was like, that's pretty cool. That you can cross about like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there already are tools that are used in both. Like, for instance, the right. EMF meter, it just it's measuring electromagnetic frequency. Mm -hmm. So there's any kind of variation um, due to any kind of craft coming through. It's the same idea. You're looking for like, some kind of variation if it's an entity, um, something to indicate, oh, there's activity here. 
Um, same thing with like a Geiger counter. Um, that would just be more of like a residual effect, perhaps. Um, right. if, if something had been seen and you're going on, on location and you want to see if there's any trace evidence. Um, yeah, the difference is it's it's really difficult to find hard uh, material evidence in the the spirit research world. Right. Yeah. Right. But I think the closest you get to that is, are the EVPs and, and that sort of because that because that is physical reality because mm -hmm. you're you're physically capturing you know a signal. So that that's really interesting. Is there a way? Uh, to capture some kind of signal from from a craft, and that was part of the conversation that we were having with with Gary Nolan and um, Dr. Bob Davis on on the the, the podcast you were just referring, Coffee mm -hmm. and UFOs, and we have, didn't really get to an answer. But but there are certain things like you know other plasma fields or other ways to to measure UFOs that we haven't traditionally looked for. It, it's hard because. Um, most people up until now who've been looking into the subject are quote unquote amateurs. And I, and I use that word positively, you know, just, just anyone who's not an, you know, academically backed investigator. Right. So yeah. anyone who's an independent investigator, whether you're fully educated, fully qualified, new at it, um, you know, just that category of just independent people going out there. I, I, those people don't necessarily have the funds and, and the, the, the means to have the kind of equipment to, to really advance the study right. in the way that we hope. But people like Gary Nolan of Stanford Medicine does have equipment, and on occasion he can test things. Um, Avi Loeb with the Galileo project, I think that's where we're going to see some like heavy hitting equipment coming into play to hopefully analyze and capture um, in real time uh, concurrent phenomena. Mm -hmm. you know surrounding a, a ufo or uap so exciting times we're, we're like on this cusp i think where we're going to see a lot more hardcore evidence right that's oh, awesome yeah. well and again mm -hmm. like like you guys were saying because you can get that streaming and that stuff right now so mm -hmm. if somebody can say look i found something then the people who do have the equipment and the ability can say okay where are you like do this, do this, send it to me, whatever, or go get it themselves. And at least then we have, you know, more boots on the ground, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's why, you know, I I celebrate the, you know, the independent or the amateur yeah. researcher, because mm -hmm. you need those boots on the ground. Yeah. You know, because these are right, right. Because we're, you know, we're, we're hobbyists. We're, we're not doing this full time. We're not funded. Right. Um, you know, we don't we're have a, to do this, unfortunately. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, and, those that do that's awesome because just like any other scientific study you know you, you can make a career out of it and if you can right. do if you can do so honestly and, and legitimately I, i'm like that we need more of that yeah well that's awesome. let me let me ask your opinion on something so now you know with the government releasing the files and everything declassifying stuff and, that was so cool. and, and i think ufos become more socially acceptable as you would say um, do you think you're going to start to see more funding for for research so you think you'll start to see grants and stuff like that come out for research slowly but yes yeah, yeah okay. i think it's going to take some time um first it kind of started with really in, in modern times with with gary nolan because you know years ago when stephen greer uh, approached him with the atacama mummy which is that you know little skeletal humanoid looking uh, body that but not quite human right had all these disfigurations yeah. and it was oddly and it was tiny 
Um, Gary Nolan, you know, studied it, tested it. They, they, they did a, a DNA um, analysis and they found that it was a human, but it had just had a multitude of like genetic mal mutations. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but that's a case where his willingness to do that allowed for, you know, Stanford and uh, government uh, funded equipment to be used. Right. Absolutely. And, and te technically publicly used, you know, not in some secret lab somewhere right. you don't even know what's going on. Like yeah. right. he's, this is out in the open. Um, they released the data and wrote a paper on it and that, and, you know, submitted to the, to the journals and they did it the right way. Mm -hmm. That I think was very much a beginning of this. Um, and since then, Gary has been involved in some other studies. And then now we have Avi Loeb, who has literally set up the Galileo project within the, the auspice of Harvard University. That's awesome. I mean, it's that's so cool. And yeah. now you have a NASA panel um, that they're supposed to be looking to. I'm slightly skeptical. I'm not quite confident. I, I truly do believe that Ali, uh, Avi Loeb and the Galileo project are making sincere efforts that he wants to know. Yeah. He believes there's a possibility that there are interstellar um, craft uh, or vehicles or whatever you want to call them, objects yeah. coming here. Right. And, he, and he's going, okay, let's, here's the hypothesis. The hypothesis is just like you would with the science, right? That you have some amount of evidence, not enough to prove anything, but you have enough no, evidence to go to get a theory at least. Yeah. Here's my theory. Let's go investigate it. Right. So now, yes, that door has been, been, opened i want to i don't want to say it's kicked open but it's been open so now that they're doing that open, I, but yeah yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised in like a year from now and then so forth there'll be other departments and other uh, universities that start taking this on as a legitimate study that'll be cool well and i mean essentially it is it is scientific the stuff they're doing they're running these actual tests they're running these you know genes and all of this stuff to find out what actual molecular structure they have going on. So it is a legitimate, you know, yeah, study. A, they should study, be able yeah. to put this into these universities because you are using all of those tools. Right. Um, and the tools are expensive though. That's the thing. So yeah, back to your, back to your question about the funding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If a university gets behind something a little bit, that's good, but you're still you're probably going to need um, outside funding. You know, yeah. Um, you know, uh, matrons patrons you know to, to donate and and keep right. it keep it going um to buy new equipment and that sort of thing yeah. um so up on it yeah yeah so again i'm optimistic but i, th I think it's going to be a little bit of a slower rollout than than some might hope for but at least it's still there yeah That's it good. is yeah, yeah and it's uh, where we are now i mean compared to the 90s i mean compared you, to the people, 80s compared i mean Again, like even even like the you can get like a portable spectrometer, you know, now for like, you know, four hundred, five hundred dollars or whatever, yeah. whatever it might be. Um, whereas, you know, 20 years ago, it was like thousand. Yeah. 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 you weren't so, so, yeah. And that's that's why um, I, I think those independent people, that, that collective of people is extraordinarily important um, you know nasa has i forget what the program is but essentially you have people have have computers set up to this network and it, you know they're um relaying information in real time across the planet about uh cameras like uh, amateur astronomers you know pointing their cameras oh, up at the sky yeah, yeah. uh that that kind of collective 
is what is going to make, I think, the difference, this worldwide net or countrywide or statewide net, whatever it is, to measure these things. Um, MUFON, uh, it, we often read in, in the journal, there's a, a MADAR program, which is, is this. Uh, you can have a device that will um, pick up, you can just buy it. That's, I think it's like 50 bucks or something. You attach it to your house, it's connected computer, and it'll pick up like sudden uh, fluctuations in electromagnetic frequency, that sort of thing. Oh, okay. And the idea is you have so enough awesome. of these throughout the country that, I'm sorry, what did you say? I said, that's so awesome. I want to go in for the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, what happened? Um, <laughs> I wanted to make noise and be like, go look outside. Yeah. You already missed it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Do you get excited or do you get a little worried? Oh, you know? She'd be excited. I'd be so yeah, excited. Be he would be like, what are we doing? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So in, in real in real time, let's say your device goes off, right? And then someone else is in a town nearby goes off you know momentarily afterwards and the idea is to see if we can oh, track we can track it yeah. oh that's cool and and it'll give you an idea if it's just you know is there just some random i don't know tower near you yeah. that's giving right. off something or is it something else yeah you can so you have an, way through the or across the state yeah it's basically having like an array like an array of telescopes yeah. right that, that kind of thing so that that's something that's already happening now that's um cool. but i but i do think that we need to do more of of being in a collective. So, you know, th that was one of the reasons I, I joined MUFON is because, you know, I've been talking about this stuff for so right. long. I, I wanted to get out there and start actually you know, in, investigating. Right. And it is different. It is different when someone reports something to you. Um, and you, in that real time, you know, like, you know, if someone reports something, it's a day or the next two days that you right. are talk, talking to them. You can really, we can really feel it. These aren't people who are going on the podcast as guests, yeah. telling their close encounter story. Yeah. These are people who are just like, whoa, this, I saw this thing um, yeah. here. And then you're taking that information down. You're writing it out. It, it gives you a very different perspective on the subject. It also, I think, makes you more responsible, at least speaking for myself, you know, because I, I have to be... I, I, I'm open-minded, right? But when you're right. actually looking at a case, you yeah. can't just be open-minded. You totally, you have to look at the data that you have to actually right. work right. with. Right. Um, like there was a, a report that came in recently and it came with a video. It was a video from within inside of a car looking out the windshield uh, at nighttime. Yeah. And this is in New York moving into Pennsylvania. And there were two bright lights that you could see in the video and, and there, you can hear them on camera going, Oh, what is that? What is that? Uh, and then afterwards, when I got the, the report and talking to the, to the witness and they started talking about the video and they're saying, Oh, and this and that, and this and that, you know, at 17 seconds and I'm going through the video and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not seeing what they're seeing. Right. And what happens is I think that people who see something that is truly not anomalous, um, and they, they, you know, that feeling you get when you kind of just get, get that goosebumpy feeling. Um, or if anyone who's had a kind of like pseudo religious experience, you know, like right. a mystical experience, it's just something happens and you're like, whoa, I just experienced something yeah. different. <laughs> I, th I think from that, people can start reading into other things in the experience. And so things that they were seeing, lights that they were seeing in the video weren't what they 
kind of projecting onto it. Right. Yeah. It, it, it was like the diffraction of the light on the windshield, but that's not how they interpreted it, right? So yeah. like they kind of overlaid um, their excitement uh, of, of something really cool and mysterious onto every other element. So, yeah. you know, so if I was just interviewing someone, right, on, on the podcast, I wouldn't know that. Right. And yeah. They're just telling me their story and they're saying, oh, I saw this light and that, oh, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. But then when you actually have to do the work to look at the evidence, yeah. it changes. Yeah. Well, and we do that with the paranormal stuff too. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I saw this or I felt this. And everybody's like, yeah, nobody else. Like, that's not what the video show. That's not, not discrediting what they saw or what they felt. But I don't see that. Like, we don't have that proof of that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I get that. It's hard because mm -hmm. they're like, no, this happened. And you're like, I don't see that. Well, and it's, sorry. I mean, it's happened to us being new to the paranormal yeah. industry. We've only been doing it for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. But we'll go into a place and me being the skeptic that I am. I'll I'll think my mind will start going and I'll be like, did I just see something over there? Did I just see a somebody, shadow. Because somebody and, told you the yeah. story that right. oh, there's this here and this there. And I think that's how your your brain take takes the information. That's how it interprets it, and everybody's yeah. different in yeah. that respect. Um, yeah, that's funny that you say that because I was thinking about the Las Vegas uh, alien yeah report, yeah. right? You'll play that uh, video. <laughs> yes. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen much of it, but that's kind of what sparked this whole meeting. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So that that video. Everything that I've seen so far, I think that the, there was a correlation that was made. Uh, there was a meteor yep. that went. That was we know that we, it was tracked. It was you know picked up. We've had video. Okay, that was real. And I think what happened was this is just me. I know other people will probably disagree. Um, what will happen is that they they saw this. They knew it happened. Then they heard something in their backyard. Right. And then they get, like I said, that kind of, you get that feeling like when you were a kid and you're home alone and for your first time and you hear a noise and you're like, or there's a thunderstorm and the branch goes up against the house. Yeah. 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 And you're kind of like, you're tiptoeing yeah. around, like yeah. it's all, really all in your head, mm -hmm. but, but you were stimulated. So I, I think what happened was that, 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 that event occurred. They had this noise coincidentally, but they made a correlation between the two. Maybe there was someone back there yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking there actually was a person back there right there, there was someone back there that shouldn't have been back there um it and is vegas <laughs> it's right yeah um, <laughs> well whatever, whatever whatever happens in vegas, 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 vegas right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well let me let me play that video for the people yeah, yeah, sure. that haven't seen it yet and then uh we'll, we'll come we'll come back to it after and i, I want to get your so take, which one take which on. one are you playing so i'm gonna play um it, it has the one of the clips have the media uh media so this is the media, meteor, okay. meteor coming down the and then it goes to the uh cops um uh, body cam body cam okay as he's talking with the residents so i'll play this real quick and then we'll come back to it and uh, i'll talk about it okay did you see it huh? did you see it yeah me and him signed what'd you see it was like uh it was like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like around 10 feet tall. Because I'm not going to BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky too, so that's yeah. why I'm kind of curious. Did you good. see I'm anything really land see. in your backyard? Or? They see like a big, that's what they say. They see like a big, uh, like a big, something with lights. Can we go that side? I, I, I see a cat over there. No, please, can you check because this thing is not going to let me see. Oh, yeah, good. Do you have cameras? Did you see it? No? 
I'm kind of curious now. I want to I know if there's aliens. I love the iPhone. Hey, this might sound like a really dumb question, but did you guys see anything fall out of the sky? Yeah. We got a call, and one of my partners actually said that they saw it too. So, if you happen to see any, uh, like, I'm not BSing you. Video you see any, footage? No, like, if you see any, like, little, well, not little in this couple, case. Um, they're, they're claiming uh, eight to nine foot tall green beings that were in their backyard. Sounds crazy, but you never know. Uh, the, your neighbors, your fine neighbors over here. Uh, but again, I would normally discount it as probably not These real. Neighbors right here? Yes. Uh, I would normally discount it as nothing. However, um, seeing as one of my partners said they saw it too, only reason I'm actually investigating it further. So in, interesting. <laughs> it's, it, is, it is. So it makes me sad though, because we know we know it was a meteor. We have the records, right? We, know that. Mm -hmm. we have all of that. Why did they not tell anybody? So this poor police officer who in Vegas, who I'm sure has other things to do than mm -hmm. do this, wasn't told. I know. I'm sorry. Why ask crazy questions? Well, what we're watching there is kind of in real time. So I think that the people were just trying to get their information together at that point. Um, I'm sure by now, like he totally understands that that's, that that's what that was. Right. Um, but you know, meteors can appear in different colors. Like you yeah. know, the green color is, is a strange color for, for most people. So they see that and they go, it's like, Oh my gosh, it doesn't make sense. Cause a shooting star, it doesn't usually appear that color. Yeah. Uh, so I, I understand that, that they would think, in their mind maybe a meteor but maybe not well that 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 was weird right um because it was and it was big and bright too and that's not frequent either uh but then you know when the the, the seemingly main witness there was like two of them uh i, I think they were brothers yeah. um that saw this this being I, I i really do think that they were kind of feeding off of each other right a little bit um i remember i was watching a video by not the behavior panelist but some other um, channel like that and, and they were they were talking about that how in a group setting especially when people are getting excited did you see that did you see that did you see that? oh it looked like that and it starts like the story starts building and, oh, and, okay. and, and then everything yep yeah it's unintentional yeah and then everybody saw the same thing which wasn't what they saw right right because because if something's someone's back there let's say it's a tall person in the back and they maybe they have a hoodie on them who knows yeah it's if they're in a shadow and they just kind of see a shadowy figure from a shadowy figure, you can kind of build out from More there. Flat into, yeah. Any yeah. So I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I can't, obviously we can't say for a fact if whatever was there was a, a, a beast or an alien or, or the like, but they did talk about the landing area in the adjacent yard. Yes. Uh, and they were like, there was a circle there and they're like, Oh, we, we never noticed that before. That's probably where the UFO landed. And I was like, wait, I thought it crashed. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. if, if it's a meteor going like that, yeah, that would that would be a crash. Yeah. Um, and the, and also that meteor was like miles away. Yeah. It wasn't anywhere near near them where you know where where it was it didn't even you know streak overhead. It was it was in the distance. Yeah. Um, but then it, it turned out from Google imaging that those circles were there before that date. 
um, so it had, you know, it's probably like a tractor that kind of yeah. got in the circle or, or something like that. So there was a lot of inconsistencies like that, things that didn't add up. And, and I think that's a perfect example where they just looked and they were like, oh, that, that circle. Whoa, that's weird. And they, they filled in the gaps. I remember when I was a, a kid, I looked out into our, our backyard one day. And this is what like during that period when I was like super into UFOs. And there was two spots in the, the yard, the grass, and they were faded white like a circle. Right. And then when I got grew grew up, um, I realized, oh, there I I learned about some kind of bacteria that creates that effect. Okay. Yeah. In the lawn. And it's like, oh, you know, it, it was just that makes sense now. So the aliens weren't really coming and landing in my backyard. <laughs> no. Yeah, because I, I I'm I'm not a fan of being an abductee, I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, <sure>, right. <laughs> uh, we had a question from uh, Christine. She said Jay sure. wanted me to ask. How do you feel about the show Skinwalker Ranch? Do you think it's a, um, a region UFOs tend to go towards? And that's an interesting question. Yeah, I do. I, I really do. I think that there's some strange anomalous phenomena going on there. Now, if you're talking about the TV series itself, it's definitely edited. Yeah. And in, in such a way with the music and even the, the, the people on the show are getting a little excited sometimes where it's like that excited. Yeah. Um, but I get it. Like, you know, if, it's kind of like it's a small price to pay for the fact that you're getting funding from yeah. the history channel to and and from a you know a billionaire to to do this research so right. it's like so what make it a little entertaining but you're actually you've got instruments out there yeah yeah, yeah. they have some stuff yeah. like real stuff Killer out stuff, there yeah, mm -hmm. so that's yeah and that's cool. like what we we're talking about earlier that's like another aspect of it yeah. Um, that we didn't have, have in the past. So like in the eighties and the nineties, early two thousands, it was, it was really the ghost hunting shows that, that started this trend. Yep. Um, before that, all the TV shows were just more journalistic. Yeah. Um, and, and so now that's changed. Now we have another way of funding study, which is fantastic, right. but okay. So in talking to, uh, um, Dr. Bob Davis, Dr. Gary Nolan, they were having this conversation about uh, plasmoids and, you know, it's kind of like these orbs and plas, you know, mm -hmm. um, they're also called, you know, like earth lights, that sort of thing. There is a theory that they are sort of a collective, a non uh, corporeal consciousness. Okay. So, cause you know, Bob was saying that the idea of consciousness doesn't necessarily require a physical body. We right. just assume that because that's all this we know. Is what, this is what we live in. Is all we know. But if consciousness um, extends beyond the body, if it's a, an, an organization of any kind, then why couldn't it be an organization um, that's just something unique or exotic, you know, for to us? Right. So on Skinwalker Ranch, they do see these kind of orbs in the sky. Um, you know, they're not, and they're not weather balloons. Because they, they're literally they're showing you on camera right. There's this orb that suddenly appears up there, and then it disappears. It's gone. Um, they are picking up anomalous uh, signatures in in this area. It's like five hundred something feet, or I forget however many feet high. Like there's something going on up there that's mm -hmm. otherwise invisible, and their, their, their senses are picking up some kind of um, variation. So I, I yes, I agree there there is something real there it's just a matter of what it is right it's yeah. just a matter of time will tell and if it's conscious just like the ufo phenomena or you know like if you're talking about bigfoot this is one of the theories too is that it's well aware of us 
you know, it's not like we're studying um, ants. It's not like we're studying meteorites. Right. If this is a sentient sentience that is aware of us and perhaps smarter than us, or at least smarter, maybe in a different way, it will be able to avoid us it, right. or yeah. only be seen when it wants to be seen. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That's cool. I'm always fascinated by Skinwalker Ranch. I think it's cool. Like that place is just, um, if I had $8 billion, you know, <laughs> right. like, I just want to go live there and see what happens. Well, look, I mean, there have been decades of interest in, in that location. Yeah. And before, you know, Bob Bigelow, you know, went in there, there are already reports um, documented of a sheriff coming in and, and, you know, investigating cattle. And, and so this is, there, there's something very strange. And we've had recent cattle mutilations this past year, a couple um, cropping up again as well. And I, and I do kind of wonder why, why we always attribute this to aliens because oftentimes you see lights associated, you know, quote unquote, a UFO, which would just be like an anomalous glowing object um, sometimes behaving in, in strange ways like we see with crop circles and it's like okay so this is i'm really fascinated with this idea now um that these plasmoids if they are a sort of collective conscious kind of like bees right right yeah, like, they can go oh my goodness so what if they are the ones behind that not aliens right what yeah, if it's just, it's just an alien yeah. mind to us because that's all we can attribute it to right yeah well what's interesting when you when you read about the uh, mutilations, cattle mutilations. There was talk about how how the, the, it's done with precision, like so almost precise. like a laser would, would do. Like there's not a lot of blood. Um, you always hear stories about that that it's not not from this world. You know what I mean? I that, mean, a plasma could do that. It's energy. Well, if, yeah, if you're on that, basis, you know, so. like that's wow. Okay, I'm I'm following down that rabbit hole with you. <laughs> I know it's crazy, right? Um, a lot it, to that, man. Yeah, well, it's it. All, all we're looking at then in this hypothesis is organized energy. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's, that can, that's that's what our that's what our consciousness is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that could go anywhere. That could do anything. That could mm -hmm. move that quickly. It could stop that quickly. It could be seen that quickly. And well, seen, and not be seen. Yeah, we talk about it in the paranormal world all the time. When you die. Your your energy, where's that energy go, right? What does, does that energy go? manifest as after we die? And that's what we look at as a spiritual world, right? It's it's just energy. So it's, it's got kind of the same energy lines. doesn't just go away. Right. right. Do, do you guys think that do you really think that there's like a cohesive spirit of some sort that you know passes on after we die? I don't know. So there's I've been a little too close to a certain many people when they've died 20 years in healthcare does that to you. Mm. Um, you can definitely feel that energy move throughout the room. Mm -hmm. um, you, I, I don't know if like, I couldn't attribute it to like, this is still grandma Joe, you know, um, in, in that aspect, but there is definitely, you can feel it. And especially mm -hmm. when they decide to stick around the room, we usually try to <clears throat> send them home with the family. <laughs> But, you know, right. sometimes they don't. They just, <laughs> they get there. <laughs> and, and I think that answer depends on whether or not you're a spiritual person, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're a religious person, you're going to believe that a spirit is is a, not physical thing, but you, you know what I mean? Like, like an, yeah. an entity. But your spirit isn't what versus, stays here, though. Versus the energy part of it. Yeah, but you, 
people always talk about spirits. They manifest into a per. You see a you see a figure. You know what I mean? So yeah, so but I, don't, I don't think of it as that. He's like, talking not, about plasmoids. He's it's not about, Grandma Joe standing in no, the corner. No, no, like it's not. Grandma Joe's energy. Right, right. I don't know where Grandma Joe came from. She just. <laughs> well, right. I think I think that we would have to to find Grandma Joe. <laughs> have a new form, have a new new form of physics, but it's easy, yeah. or you know, additional physics. It's easy for someone who's not a physicist to say that, but physicists, other physicists, have said that. So I speak on their behalf that they're, they're kind of opening that door, right? That, that there might be some other way to detect that someday. Yeah. Maybe we'll be able to actually detect that that yeah. energy. Yeah, this right. exact. Yeah, that'd be mm -hmm. awesome. Well, I, I have another video to show you, apparently from the Las Vegas incident as well. Okay. And I found this video very fascinating. And I'm not going to say anything until we watch it. But I, I really, you talked about this, yeah, but I haven't seen it yet. I really want your opinion on this. So <laughs> I, I'll tell you what I feel after. But here it goes. He's probably but, seen it. <laughs> guys are looking at us. And it's over there. Okay, where is this? There's like an eight-foot person beside it. And another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's over there. Okay, where is this on your property? Uh, in my backyard. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually we so two, terrified of it. So there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard? Correct, and they're very large. They're okay. like eight foot. Nine feet, ten foot, I don't know. They're, they, look like, they look like aliens to us. Big eyes, they have big eyes, okay. like, like I can't explain it. And big mouth. They're tiny eyes and... And they're not human. They're hundred percent not human. Um. <laughs> well, there's that. Um. Yeah. I definitely CGI for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah. But but that's but that's one of the coolest thing about the call call right is that. He got, does give some kind of detailed description because you're like big eyes. I mean, that's kind of if it's a human, if, especially a human that's far away, you know, in a sh shadowy area, right. you would never say, "Oh, they have really big yeah, eyes." Never see the eyes. Like, you would never think that. Right. So that's that's the one descriptive that it's like, huh? You know, what what could that be? Am I not? Am I missing something? But then you know, we can't rule out maybe it was just a coincidence. Yeah. Maybe, you know, there's some kind of skinwalker, you know, walking through their property at the same time a meteor just happened to to fly overhead. I mean, oh, that's yeah. not it's not impossible. Yeah. That the that those two things. And so then they just assumed that oh, these two things are connected. Yeah, correlated. But but not, but not. Yeah. Um there was another video I saw where they they were walking uh towards the backyard. They opened up the the fence door. Yeah, uh, and I think their father was with them at that point, and they're holding the camera in uh, a vertical uh, setting, and they're like, "Oh, by the truck, by the truck," or sitting in the truck. Um, but you couldn't really, you couldn't see a thing. I mean, I looked at it a thousand times, and someone did like a really close yeah. zoom in. I don't know if you guys have seen that one. I, I did. I watched it tonight, actually. Okay, and it looks like look almost like there's two gray aliens, like you have the big, like kind of almond eye yep. type yep. things. Yep. But because it's so super exposed, um, they're saying that it looks like they're blinking, like the yeah. white eyes are blinking. But if you look at other aspect, other parts of that same video, you see that same effect in other in other areas. Camera. It's, it's an exposure adjustment yeah. with in the pixel pixelation just going like. Yeah. Right. So right. it's like oh, I have to kind of have to rule that out as far yeah. as thinking those are eyes. Um, you know, and that might be be a case of 
um, pareidolia, you know, where you just kind of like has a general shape of a, a football yeah. head, yeah. you know, and like a couple. Maybe, yeah. But again, but, how but do then you again, it's like you can't one hundred percent it, but you also can't right. throw it away because you're like it might be, but I need better proof, man. Like well, again, exactly. they pull out the nineteen eighties camera, yeah, exactly. <laughs> from a million years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think more of us really need to start carrying film cameras again, right? right? Yeah, yeah. If you, if you go back and watch that video, the same one you're talking about, because I watched mm -hmm. it as I was pulling the video for this, there's, you know, you know how the, they were standing in the gate, but then you had your fence over here. Mm -hmm. As the video moves on, there's something moving behind the fence. I don't know if you saw that. The, the guy I watched who did the video pointed that out, that something moves right there behind the fence. Uh -huh. Could have been ball, could have been, who knows, you know? Okay. But yeah. it's, something definitely moved in there. Look at, so he's like, I'm going to have to go back and watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to go, yeah. Yeah, it was looked down by the fence toward the bottom. It was, it was interesting. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, there was, there was obviously something that freaked them out. They, yeah. wouldn't, they wouldn't have been scared if there was nothing in the backyard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, and if there was nothing in the backyard, that means the whole thing was a hoax. And I, I kind of, I don't feel like it was a no, hoax. They were pretty amped up. There was something again. Could it have been a dog? Could it have been a burglar? Could it have been some drunken? Well, not, who knows? not only that 911 doesn't too... react well when you fake call 911. You know what I mean? If you're no, just trying to pretty, play a hoax, yeah, they're pretty they don't react out. nice to that. Yeah. Yeah. So. We know I, I, it's, it's hard to say, right? So if I were in that situation, I would have probably called 911 and just said, there's someone in the backyard. Yeah. Right. There's someone creeping around in the backyard. Can you please come? This is yeah. really freaky. And and then let them come and then tell the police this is what I saw. Yeah. Right. Um, if if they're if it's gone. Because because I yeah, I get let them it. Go like, check it out first. Right. Um, but I think these guys got a, a good uh response, you know, even despite their their story. Yeah. Uh one of the behavior uh, behavioralists um, and, and noted that there didn't seem to be that much fear or sense of urgency, even in the, the initial call. And then when they, when the police got there, it's like, wait, if, if this thing is still like, they, there was never a point where they said it's got left. Yeah. Like right, it's still in yeah. the backyard. Like, yeah. Is it still back there? Why are we talking? Right. Why are we talking like, to you? Like, hey, yeah. there's burglar in the backyard. Just go, please go back there. Right, yeah. 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 I'll wait here. You go. Yeah. Look. <laughs> right. Right. You exactly. Look, you tell me we're good, and then I'll talk to you. <laughs> well, yeah. So that was that's, that was a little off. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I agree 100 percent with that. Mm -hmm. Um, the story goes on too, though. As I did a little bit more reading, the family said that in the days following the events, I don't know if you read this, they mm -hmm. talked about a black vehicle, government vehicle, um, kind of going in front of their house back and forth for a couple of days. Well, there, I know that there was a private investigator um, okay. that, that had like a, like a dark colored SUV of some sort. Um, I don't, I, I don't know if that's the same, but he did come out and he was interviewed. I forgot on what news station. And he was like, he's like, yeah, I was cruising around, like, you know, checking it out. Yeah. Um, and they might've just assumed that, Oh God, that's, you know, it's the government. It's a dark right. vehicle. And yeah. Um, I've also heard commentary that people don't think, oh, that's so stereotypical to think that the, the government would come with dark vehicles and be wearing sunglasses. That's just Hollywood. But I, I, no, um, th th I'm pretty sure that 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 is real because uh, because there are there is something called like an intimidation tactic, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and someone rolls up, creeps by your house in a black SUV wearing sunglasses. So you can't, you know. Clock their, you can't, yeah. can't, their face right um and then they roll off it's like whoa, whoa what's going on here yeah um 
So I think that that's a tactic that's still probably used. Yeah. Well, there I'm was sure. a gov there was a government agency called Project Blue Book. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, or, or Arrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It, it does kind of make me wonder. I mean, are there um, other aspects of Arrow going on behind the scenes that would that we're not actually privy to yet? Yeah, could be. Well, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, there's research going on everywhere, doing all sorts of things. I mean, let's look at like the CDC and the viruses we keep and the germs we keep to keep us safe to know that like we know how to combat these things. So we know these things are already here. So it wouldn't surprise me that they're studying this stuff too. I would hope mm -hmm. that they are. <laughs> like, and I would I would imagine that there's a ways to get around it too. Like, yeah. So so maybe someone on the um the task force picks up a phone and calls someone yeah. who no longer officially works for the government. Yeah. Right. Just calls them from their personal cell phone and say, Hey, can you do me a favor and just check this out? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's off the books. Yeah. You know, it's um, unless that person shares that, oh yeah, so and so called me. I mean, it's yeah. you, would, you would never know. Well, but that but the but the task force could get some information that way. Right. Yeah. And I mean, as mm -hmm. simple as I mean, think about like the coworkers you've worked with before who have gone on to mm -hmm. do other things. What if these guys were all in the military together or they all worked you know, their first job together, who knows? And then where you end up is where you end up. But you're right. like, hey, dude, I saw this. Can you go, you know, check it out for me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. so Christine yeah. says, um, her and Jay feel that if there's life on Earth, why wouldn't there be life on other planets that could be more technically involved than we are? Who's to say they wouldn't want to explore planets? And, I, and that's kind of mm -hmm. the stance I've taken in my adult life saying, I mean, look at look how big our universe is. We're still discovering things, you know, outside of our on universe. Our, we're still discovering things I, on it, our planet. Isn't it a little bit naive to think <laughs> yeah. that there's no other life out there anywhere? I mean, we're we're it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it is. I mean, the general consensus among astronomers is, and, and you know, I think physicists too, is that yes, there is there is life out there. Mm -hmm. um, it, it has to be out there. I mean, Enceladus, uh, Saturn's uh, Saturn's Enceladus moon. We've suspected that maybe life could be there. Um, it, you know, there's water jets that kind of spit out through the the, 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 the frozen surface, yeah. and then recently they discovered phosphorus. Um, they detected, you know, phosphorus. So that that's a sign of of life. Yeah. Yeah. So there could be bacterial life growing there, and yeah. I mean that's all you need. Like it, the the second, like honestly, the second we just say we know for a fact that x moon within our solar system has bacterial life then then the door is wide open right and i think a lot of programs like the galileo project um and, and other independent and university-backed and privatized will all get get money to search oh yeah yeah because then it's then it's like us going to the moon who gets there first right Right, because that's the biggest. That's the biggest discovery of all. Who's yeah. gonna put that plaque on their wall? <laughs> exactly. So yeah, like on the YouTube channels, they put the plaques behind them. Mm -hmm. you know? yep. <laughs> well, like, like, who's gonna be able to sell it? You know, Harvard's gonna yeah. be like, "Well, we were the first ones right. to discover blah blah blah." Come, yeah, come study at, at our right. school, right. and yep. your tuition will be that much more. It'll be great. Right, <laughs> right? you definitely can't afford it now. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, it's yeah. As soon as as soon as they have that on the books, I think it's just gonna blow up after that. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's cool. Your dog's barking now. My dog's barking. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, the, the, is it he? She? 
It's she. two she's. Two she's yeah. He's outnumbered by three girls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my pity barking at nothing. Who knows why? Probably. Probably they're they're yeah. excited about meeting extraterrestrial life. I know, it's <laughs> the aliens and they're in the backyard. She's letting it's, us know. I would rather a, a, a dog be our ambassador than... Right, right. Yeah. Like, don't humans. talk to the yeah. humans. Don't. Yeah, don't exactly. One hundred percent. I agree. <laughs> it's a perfect intermediary. We love the dog. Yep. You'll love the dog. You'll love a dog, right. and we can start there. And yeah. exactly, once we see that you love the dog, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Like, then we can all be friends. That's funny. <laughs> no, if you yeah. eat the dog, I wouldn't recommend that. Right. right. If this is a ta- Mars attacks, then no. Right. Right. Yeah. It's exactly. All bad after that. Are you done barking? That's funny. Goodness, well, Alan, I don't want to keep it too long because I know it's really late where you're at. Um. Because you're back in New York, so do you have um, a random question though? Because yeah. he's in upstate New York. How are you mm-hmm. doing with the fires? Are you okay? Uh, yeah, we're we're okay now because we're you know we're. It's funny because people call, always call us upstate New York, um, but like if in the grand scheme of the state, we're actually like at the bottom. Yeah, but from New York City, everyone from New York City, yeah, everything's up, up from is upstate, right? Yeah. Or you have um, me from Arizona who just barely went to New York. Yeah. I went to Long Island and then we went to where do we go? We went we went up to um not Albany. It wasn't no, that it wasn't, no, it wasn't Albany. God, I can't think of the name of it. Uh you know where the Shanley Hotel is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, we, went there. we went to the Shanley. Okay. So that's as far <laughs> upstate as I've been. <laughs> okay. I mean that's not far, yeah. Um and Ron, you know, frequents there as well. Yes, yeah. That's uh, fair. That, we yeah. went with him actually. We went with we went there. Order, so. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yep. Um, um so yeah, we, we had the orange skies um yeah. just for a day and a half really the one day was just really bad it's really freaky yeah 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 that was crazy but we haven't it passed after a few days yeah. a little bit of fluctuation but so far it's been you know clear skies or rain but yeah i heard the air quality was just awful. Was terrible. oh we stayed in there was one day we just stayed indoors as yeah. much as we possibly could yeah mm-hmm. yeah That's i definitely terrible. don't blame you Yes. I, I'm, I'm from Long Island originally, so I, I'm I'm one of those people that anything north of Long Island, I say, yeah, it's upstate New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but you know, though, I mean, yeah, technically, Long Island's like upstate from yeah. you know from yeah, uh, from Wall right. Street, yeah. right? <laughs> True. Yeah. Crazy. Um, all right. Well, thanks so much for having me, guys. I, I really do appreciate it. Yes, um, thank you. We learned so much. My mind is now blown. Thank you. Oh, and go, everybody in the audience, go check out his podcast, um, Mystic Lounge. Very cool coffee and UFOs. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to go back and watch all your episodes now. And yeah. definitely watch the one we started watching tonight because it was, it was pretty fascinating. Hooks. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was just geeked yeah. out for that one. It was, it was so fun. Yeah. yeah. It was good. That was really cool. But I, hey, you know what? I, I'd love to do another show with you in the future. Um, I appreciate that. I'd love to. Yeah. Maybe it'd be a lot of fun. If we ever get back that way with Ron again, we'll uh, definitely have to come see you oh, and, and yes. hook up with you. Yeah, and we'll go to the diner for coffee and UFOs. So there you go. I like it. I like it. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Have a good night. Thanks, Alan. You too. Appreciate it so much. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, he was so cool. He was awesome. He was awesome. Absolutely blew my mind. Right. (laughs) I'm like, the what? Oh, my God. Literally, like every orb, every. Oh, my God. Can we not have this conversation anymore? Yes, yeah, this, de- this is definitely a different show for us tonight. I mean, it's it was good. Yeah, it was fun. Trying to trying to get away. Interesting from the- how you're convinced that that's an alien. He's like, that's CGI. You're like, wait, what? Really? No, I wasn't convinced it was an alien. Did I say that? I was convinced it was an alien. Were you? Mm-hmm. Well, it, if if it was CGI, it was very good because. Very good. Well, of course, you're yeah, not going to put something out there that's garbage. Well, they had the trail cam. 
and Did you can tell hack it and, a trail cam yeah i mean well why would you hack it i mean you hack any camera. but you're not gonna hack it and put some cgi over it you're just gonna no, you're just gonna make your own your own film so <laughs> i don't know i don't know how that works i'm not the producer yeah i know well you know you know <laughs> welcome to coffee table chronicles <laughs> That was fun. That was exciting. I'm glad we did that. Was that was super good. I'm so glad he was able to uh, jump on with us. I like the um, alien. Shh, and, don't tell nobody. And Ron, if you're listening, thank you so okay. much for um, you oh, know, suggesting yes. that one. We love you, Ron. It's really cool. We miss you and Lourdes. Come and see us. Yeah, it's a, it, I, I love talking about aliens. I think it's just a fun it's topic. It's an to interesting, talk about. and especially I love talking to people like him because he, like, there's that science behind it, and there mm -hmm. is, and it's just hard to find if you don't know where to look. Right, right. So I think that's awesome that yeah. they're following up on it. Yeah, no, it's very cool. So this is, I just kind of, I was going to play this as he was on, but I decided not to because he was way more fascinating we'll than recap. this. So <laughs> We can recap. Okay, yeah. Monday, May 1st, residents describe to be a green light falling from the sky shortly after a ring camera picked up a noise followed by an impact noise. Shortly after this occurrence, calls came into Las Vegas Metro PD of eight to 10 foot creatures spotted in residents' yards. Mm. And it made big news. I mean, it was. Oh, yeah, it was know. on the news. That's what piqued <laughs> me because, you know, I don't ever watch anything. Well, the funny thing, too, is that when, when you listen to the news, when you actually listen to the news report, they say several 911 calls came in that night after the. Well, after and if somebody's running out. through the backyard stealing stuff, I'm Not sure, sure they yeah. did. And you probably could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Well, I can tell you. So he, he said it's rare to have a meteor with that type of green. I. My dad and I, when I was living in Vegas, we were actually driving one night and we saw that same exact green light. It might be something with over shoot across the sky. I'm thinking it has to do with the atmosphere. atmosphere the way yeah. the way it comes the way across the molecules or something. 100 percent So yeah, so that I I've seen that. And you I guys I, are talking about that at dinner. Yeah, I mean I never mistook it for a UFO. I just said, hey, that that's cool. that's a meteor shooting star, but it was big. But they say this one landed somewhere on the ocean. So it definitely didn't hit in Vegas anywhere. It landed. I was like, ocean. does Vegas have a notion? <laughs> no, that was that far off. That, and if it was that big, really, they that could didn't see look, that. That didn't look far. I, I know. But, that looked super well, close. But if it's travels, like low so. and okay, okay, I got you. It could go parallel for a while. Just like people see SpaceX lifting off, and you're not in that state. You know what I mean? You still see it. It's still light that you're seeing. So. Really? <laughs> so I just I just think it's the way it runs across the atmosphere. Well, yeah, and if it's parallel with it, that's yeah, going to look cool. Yeah. Why Vegas? So I, I was just curious, you know, why hmm. why why aliens in Vegas? Why is it always the reports in Vegas? I mean, besides well, the Vegas. besides the inevitable Area Fifty One, um, bright lights, you know, specifically the Luxor. Yeah, it's been you know reported many times. You can see the Luxor life from space. Yeah, well, and that's um, what they built it for. Right. Right. To be so fancy. That I could mean. be, like I said, proximity to Area 51, number, number of military test sites in the, in the Nevada desert. There's a lot of test sites out there. Yeah. We did a lot of nuclear testing out there. What else are you going to do in Vegas? So it could be what what attracts alien life to could be. That all that chemical state. change. And, right. then, and then just the openness of it, too. There's nothing up there in the right. Nevada desert. Right. It's just open. And if we truly do have craft that Area 51, they're going to be drawn to that Absolutely. area. So there's that. So, so it was interesting. Oh, wait, map. what? Yeah, the different UFO sightings, and I think this was a recent map, uh, all over the country. I think it's very interesting how Arizona is, like, dark, clearly bright. That's New Mexico. That's that not New point. Mexico. That's California. That's Arizona. Mm, I think that's... That's Arizona. You can New see Mexico the lines better than there. I can. I can't see the lines, so... 
You might be right. Part of Arizona. We're close to Arizona. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise right. me though. We have uh, tons of stuff. Plus, we have the Superstition Mountains and everything else. I mean, I'm not surprised. Back in Michigan, yeah, that was interesting. That's too. really like that's Illinois kind of. Well, Illinois does have you know, yeah, Lori Lightfoot. So you know, she's an <laughs> she was be, dropped there a while ago. <laughs> but yeah, that's very interesting. Not a lot up in like where you would think they would be out in corn husking fields and everything right yeah the, like the midwest you really doesn't have think. a lot and like and that's in, where i would if i mean if i you know if i was an alien wanted to learn about the u.s i'd go back and be redneck that's where i go to right why not interesting. i thought that was interesting i wanted to bring that up but ooh, what okay you ready for my brain go ahead no nope, i just lost it <laughs> it's all around major cities yeah. And then California isn't super dark, but they have little baby ones. Yeah. That's what I thought you too, Washington Christine. There's State, a lot of there's have, a lot of sightings back east. I mean Yeah, there's a ton back east, but you have a lot of big cities back east. Mm, which again, is it is it a light thing? Are they drawn to the lights? Could be. Yeah, because out in the Midwest you got a, a lot of cornfields. Yeah, a lot of dark. Not doing a lot of anything. And you know that when you fly over the Midwest. You don't yep. see much of anything. You're like, are we dead? <laughs> okay and headlines let's do some headlines together uh, i thought this was interesting so joe rogan makes a surprise offer to vaccine scientists podcast host joe, podcast host joe rogan on saturday offered vaccine science scientist peter, peter hodas a hundred thousand dollars to the charity of his choice if he would debate 2024 democratic presidential robert f kennedy who recently appeared on rogan show hmm. so um kennedy jr was talking about all the issues they had with the vaccine and this scientist came out and just kind of poo-pooed all over it and, and told, um, accused Joe Rogan of spreading all this information, you know, as the, um, pandemic was going on and we had to move. Yeah. We had to move it because I was stranded last night. Stuck in Dallas. So yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting that, um, Joe Rogan kind of challenged him. That's interesting. And so what, I don't want to skip ahead if it's actually in here. Is it really it's true? Not. That, did, it's how not do you it. know what I'm talking about? No, I'm just saying it's not in there. That it doesn't. This, oh. that once the slide's done, it's done. You're done. Okay, yeah. good. I thought you knew what I was going to say. I was like, oh dang, we <laughs> have been together too long. Well, happy birthday to your mom, Arthur. Happy birthday, Arthur's mom. Um, is did uh, no, I'm gonna have to not have a stroke. Did somebody? And I don't know if it was them. Is Elon Musk fighting the Facebook guy? There's these rumors or something going around. I don't know because I don't really pay attention to everything. I but I saw something that says that they're uh, Elon Musk. What's the dude's name? Um, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg are going to UFC fight or something. <laughs> That'd be funny. And so, like it's either somebody not. paid them or somebody. <laughs> no, it's like somebody paid them or somebody bet them or something like really? that. And I'm like, are you serious? Can right you imagine now? Zuckerberg climbing in the ring? I would 100% <laughs> pay that. And Musk is going to whoop your tushy, bro. Mm. I'm drinking the new world brew oh, it's or the so world good. blend. Sorry. From, there's still some left. Yep, there's still some. No, I mean like there's still some in the store. Yeah, some saying. There's not many. Couple, couple bags left. Couple bags left. You so. have to come down and get some. <laughs> Andrew, you just need to come down. Just what are you guys doing Saturday? I like our I like our plan we talked about earlier. So oh, no, I think that too, but what are you guys doing Saturday? <laughs> not that <laughs> because on. we don't have that kind of money. We don't have yet, that money but yeah, like yeah. what are you doing Saturday? You can come over. <clears throat> Come hang out with us. All right. Scroll on. We can go get coffee in the pastries. Oh, my God. We have a quiz tonight. Oh, shit. We have a quiz. So we do. 
You have another thing. See? Fastest and most aggressive tightening policy could trigger U.S. Re recession. Wells Fargo. I don't know what any of that is. So Wells Fargo Institute Investment Institute is predicting a recession in the United States this year as a re result of the Federal Reserve aggressive <clears throat> monetary tightening policy. Wells Fargo is expecting a global slowdown, including a moderate recession in the United States this year, followed by U.S.-led uh, recovery in 2024. Firm's 2023 mid-year outlook report said the elevated interest rates and recession fears will weigh down on financial markets if it's predicted. It's predicted. It's so, it's not it's though. <laughs> we're yeah, clearly seeing. We've seen it yet, though. We're clearly seeing that it's not. Interest mm -hmm. rates are seven eight percent for homes, and they're going up like wildfire. No, yeah. it's obviously not hurting people too much. It needs to go up higher, and then people will stop. Well, we'll see. I don't know. But I'm just mean like that. We'll Plus, I would like to buy another house and not pay ten percent interest. That'd be yeah, great. Right, exactly. We'll see. See what happens. Uh, yeah, I don't trust anything Wells Fargo has to say either, Dad. Yeah. National IRS banned from buying guns with taxpayer funds under new bill now. I thought that was interesting. So Senator Joni Good. Because the IRS didn't need no freaking guns. Announced the bill Tuesday that it would um, bar the Internal Revenue Service from prov uh, providing arms and ammunition to agents with taxpayer money. The measure would prohibit the federal tax agency from purchasing, receiving, or storing guns and ammunition, according to Ernst Office. Uh, <clears throat> under the bill, ammunition and firearms that are currently in possession by the IRS would be transferred to another federal agency, the General Services Admission uh, Administration, for, Administration auction. for Auction. Heck yeah! So yeah, so woo, I, woo, I support that bill 100%. Gender. They announced the bill. It hasn't been passed, oh. yet, but they announced it. But I'm, no, no, I'm glad. Passed. I'm glad they're doing stuff. I'm glad like somebody's that. saying something. IRS doesn't need no guns. Nope. What the hell are you doing? They do not. You're That's... the Internal Revenue Service. What revenue do you need for with guns? Right. Sorry. Local news. Did you Ooh. hear about this? No, but don't tell Sedona. My biggest freaking her. Fear. I would totally go out there. I want to do the zip line across it. But her and no. her new going to be husband are going to be there. Yeah. Don't tell her. I read this and I, I had to put it up just because I, ever since this thing was built, that was. He went over the edge because he went over the edge. What a. But how do you go over the edge? Was he hanging over the edge? Because somebody was taking edge? a selfie like this and then he got know. pushed over, I'm sure. Know. Kind of scared me still. According to that, you wouldn't even go out there. Would you would be standing way back on the edge yelling <laughs> that, at me yeah. for standing out there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. Have fun, Lizzie. Yeah. According, you're like, I'll take a picture. According to the Mohawk County Sheriff's Office search and rescue team, this happened this week. Officials said a 33-year-old man went over the edge around 9 a.m. on June 5th. The Sheriff's Office said two rope specialists responded to the scene as well as the Kingman. Well, I mean, this is mean. <clears throat> I had to say this. Why are you even going to go get his body? It's mush. That's a hell of a fall. You ain't nothing That's after that. Like you're nothing. You can't <clears throat> even scoop those pieces up to take it to the funeral home. Like you're bye bye. Yep. Quiz of the week. All uh, right. Um, I like that alien. He's textured. He's cool. Um, before we get into the quiz, I, I do want to I do want to give condolences to the folks that lost their lives on the submarine. It mm. is is a sad story. I don't I don't know the whole story, so I'm not going to speculate. I, I didn't Heard read a pieces, lot into but it. It is sad. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand how we couldn't have rescued them but um very sad and nevertheless so i just wanted to say that kind of scared pray for the families hope everybody's 
going okay through it. <sighs> All right, quiz of the week. Talking some aliens. Quiz of the week. Where is Area Fifty One located? I don't we, get to click through it. No, we got plenty. We got I plenty don't of click time. The button. No, not yet. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like usually, it's click, 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 click. Oh no, click, I just, and I, I, I know that's why I was yeah, going to keep clicking, and then I was like, Arr! so I think most people know the answer to this question. Um, maybe not, but go ahead and throw a guess up there if you guys want to throw a guess up there. I don't have the music queued up or nothing like that, so we're just gonna just gonna kind of play and go through it. Can I? I'm confused now. What? Cause I thought I knew where Area 51 was because we've been there. We've but been then, there. We haven't been there. No, but near there. Like we went to whatever. We haven't been near there either. Where did me and you and Joey go? To New Mexico. And what was the stuff that we were looking at? The oh Roswell, Roswell Museum. I'm so sorry. Look at my brain was like a little. All right, little Mama Cat says A. Arthur says B. Christine, what do you think? Christine and Jay, what do you guys think? They already know they stopped playing. <laughs> they're like, we're not playing. Yeah. They're like, mm -mm. I'm confused now because now I'm not right. Oh, come on. You know this. Area 51 is one of the most famous UFO bases. Ufology, UFOologists. Um, ufologists. No, ufologists. I thought, I thought that it was where we went, but that was not true. All right. Go ahead and put the answer up. It is Nevada. Nevada. So is it in like near Vegas? It's I want to say it's quite a few miles outside of Vegas as you're like going as you're, as you're going north. It's in a town called um I think it's Rachel Rachel Nevada is where Area 51 mm. is. So during World War II, US pilots began reporting okay, wait, what? Sorry. Arthur has a toothless ant that was born in Area 51. <laughs> I don't even want to <laughs> We're just gonna let. Uh, I, I, I was gonna say I don't know how to take that. I was that a joke or is that gonna, true? We're just gonna. And born in Area Fifty One or born around here, Area Fifty One, like we're just in, gonna, in Rachel, Nevada. We're just gonna <laughs> let that. We're just gonna drop that there and let that go. During World War II, U.S. pilots began reporting odd balls of light or shiny metallic spears that could fly circles around their planes. What were these UFOs called? Pilot lights, missionary lights, sidecar spots, or foo fight. <laughs> oh my god and hope it's foo fighters Arthur says false, false. <laughs> <laughs> she says true <laughs> they're fighting I, I knew she was just messing with you they're fighting so what do you guys think is a pilot lights missionary lights sidecar spots or foo fighters i'm gonna say foo fighters because i just like foo fighters and i think that's funny you like the band Man, they're okay yeah it is kind of my it is it is your era, uh, your era. So Arthur's saying D. Christine says A. A. Jay says mm. Mama Cat says A too. And the answer is Foo Fighter. Oh yes. It is Foo Fighters. <gasps> that makes me so excited. Clicking in. I think I put a thing in. There you go. Oh, during World War II, US pilots began reporting all balls of light or shiny metallic spears that could fly circuit. That's literally the same thing. These UFOs came to be called Foo Fighters. British and German pilots also reported seeing these strange lights and each and each side thought that they were some sort of secret weapon developed by the enemy. The phenomenon was never explained. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, that wakes why it would be fighters. Mm. This was interesting. Ooh. Like 1046? Like, wow. When okay. was the earliest UFO sighting? Known UFO sighting? 1200 BC, 100 BC, 1086, or 1941? What do we think? 
like 1200 and 100 BC, like we don't know. Like, I don't, oh, I don't know. Cause you have all the like wall. Ah, oh. mm, interesting. Huh? Arthur, you should watch um, you gotta, like, Alan's show. It's kind of in the little bit we watched. It, it was, was cool. very interesting. I want to go back and watch that episode. So, Called All right, Coffee so we got ooh, we got two A's. Look at that. I, oh, BC. I'm thinking it might be. <clears throat> I'm gonna go hundred BC just to be different from you guys. Okay, hold on, Christine didn't. Christine, you gotta give Christine a chance to catch up there. Her and Jay are arguing about it. <laughs> That'd be something you and I would do. He hasn't gotten his own like Andrea and Arthur are arguing about his two things. <laughs> <laughs> You know darn well. She's like, uh huh, and he's right like, mm -hmm. I hope you guys are in separate rooms. No, they're always <laughs> in the same so, one. They're so, upstairs. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say that make it funnier though. <laughs> Ooh, if they were in one room and she's like, mm -hmm, yeah, he is. <laughs> All right, let's give me an Running out of time. Oh, it is. Oh, look, seen? and I'm on two, buddy. The earliest known report of a UFO sighting was by Julius whatever a roman writer in 100 bc he claimed to have seen things like ships in the sky over italy some people also believe that the old testament book of ezekiel contains a reference to a ufo sighting the book of ezekiel chronicles the period from about 593 bc to 573 so if this is actually a ufo reference it would predate the sighting by obsequence see and ezekiel has some interesting things in it. yes it does Okay, so around the time of the solar eclipse of July 11th, 1991, what city experienced a wave of UFO sightings? Las Vegas, Beijing, Hong Kong, or Mexico City? So that was, yeah, upstairs on the couch. I knew they were upstairs on the couch. They fight on that couch. <clears throat> um, so this wasn't when Phoenix had all the lights. No, in 91 no i don't think so because mm -mm. the phoenix lights were in like 2000 something yeah i think they were all right so we got andrew and arthur both say, say d, d mexico mm -hmm. city i kind of want to go to vegas because i think we lost christine i think we did too. so i i know i still don't remember the answer to this but i i know when i was taking this quiz i chose uh hong kong which was interesting but oh yeah okay that was wrong. mexico city andrew and arthur oh there you are christine oh there she is. And she got She says C. Oh, she said C. And Jason Jay B. said B. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, Christine, that's the, that's the first thing I said was Hong Kong, but I was wrong. <laughs> Mexico City, we were not right. So I actually have to take these quizzes just to get the answers. What was <laughs> so. the name of the U.S. Air Force's 22-year investigation into the existence of UFOs? What was the name of the U.S. Air Force's 22-year investigation? Okay. The Project, Project Condor. Oh. Condor, Project Condor. Majestic, Project Blue Book, or X Files? I think we all know it's Blue Book, right? Isn't that that one that just all came? That out? was a, yeah, that was um, that was an organization, but he talked about another one, Arrow, which I've heard of too. But I thought so that was a show that we're watching. All right, so we have a D X Files. We have an A. Got you thinking now. Huh? Her and Jay both say C. Um, right. I'm gonna go X Files just because why not? Blue Book, there I you go. Project Blue Book. What is the name of the rancher who many ufolo ufologists? There you go. 
Ufologists believe discovered the wreckage of a UFO in July 1947 in his land in Roswell, New Mexico City. Jesse Marcel, Roger Ramey, George Wilcox, or Mac Brazell. Is it interesting that I'm sitting here trying to know if I've ever heard of any of those names? Jesse Marcel, uh, I'll say it after after we get the answer. Is a person? <laughs> yep. X-Files series was good. I like X-Files. I know. That's why I was like, I had to pick it because, you know, that's what I grew up with. All right. Heavy Metal's going B. Arthur. Sorry. Andrea, what do you got? B. Arthur's going, uh, Andrew's going B too. What do you think, Christine? Christine. Two Bs. I like that. Christine, B. All Bs. And all Jason, Bs. I don't know. I'm wow. going to go George Wilcox. That's the only name I know. Oh, not right. Mac Brazil. Okay, what was your story? So you, so Jesse Marcel was actually the military um, officer that discovered the material, the foil material. Oh, that foil stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. So that stuff's cool. In July 1947, a rancher named Mac Brazel discovered some unusual debris strewn across his land in Roswell, New Mexico. The debris had created a shallow gouge several hundred feet long. Hiding what some of the debris seemed to have strange physical properties, Brazil contacted military authorities who sent two intelligent officers to investigate. And you know darn well. Like Jesse Marcel was one of them. He's got some of that crap. <laughs> Big Mac for the win. There you go. <laughs> there you go. What U.S. presidents once reported seeing a UFO? Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, John F. Kennedy, or Lyndon Johnson? Mm. Was Lyndon Johnson a president? Yes. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Dad's rolling his. Yes, he is. So sorry. So who do you think it was? I, I don't, I'm I going to go Jimmy Carter. Yeah, that's a good guess. Because he's on top. It's a good guess. Ah, nope, nope. I'm going to go Ronald Reagan because he seems like the one who would be like, nope, I've seen a UFO. <laughs> so we got a D and a B. Carter and Kennedy B. Johnson. And we have Ronald Reagan. Reagan's definitely going to be like, nope, I saw that UFO. So Mama Katz is going with you. She's Got going to Reagan. Big Mac for the win. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Christine? You and Jay got an answer. See, I see. I can't pick D because I didn't know he was a president. When was he a president? I'm not saying anything about that statement. <laughs> wow. I'm not saying anything about that statement. Okay. All righty. So there's that. Come on, Christine. We're waiting for you. We're going. She'll come. All right. Jimmy, oh, yes. Jimmy Carter. I should have kept with him. Good old Jimmy. Should have kept with him. What organization was founded on May 31st, 1969 to investigate the UFO phenomena? Now, if you guys watch this episode, you guys should know this answer. Ass fan. I love that name, ass, ass fan. <laughs> I don't know why that's just funny. <laughs> what group are you Kuf with? I'm with ass fan. Kufo, Snipecap, or Mufon? I really just want to pick ass fan <laughs> to just, I know it's not right. Well, you know, what's funny. Cause it reminds me of the Seinfeld episode, ass man. When they told Kramer, remember when he goes to pick up his license, his license plate. Oh, and it's just ass, ass man. man. <laughs> I'm not the ass man. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> ass fan. <clears throat> That's great. So we got a D C. A D and a C. It's D. I mean, I still want to say a, cause it's Mufon. It is Mufon. <clears throat> Alan talked about being part of that. The Mutual UFO Network. That's literally what Mufon stands for. Yeah. Pretty simple. What's ASFAN stand for? <laughs> Give me some time. 
What is the name of the hidden base near Area 51 where Robert Lazar claims to have worked for the U.S. government reverse engineering an alien spacecraft? This I didn't know. I didn't know this answer. Oh, B6M1S4U10. And by I've the way. heard of it. I cannot remember. If you guys have never watched any videos with Bob Lazar, he's amazing. It's, yeah. it's incredible. I know Joe Rogan interviewed him a lot. Uh, he's been interviewed by a lot of people. But, I remember we watched um, one about it. Yeah, and it, it was, was absolutely crazy. insane. <clears throat> Like they reverse engineered all of this. Like stuff. to the point where he feared for his life with the information he was given out. Yeah. That's what was crazy about it. All right. So Abs we got a, yeah. we got a DU10. We got a BM1. What do you think, Christine? I have do, do, no do, idea. Do, do, do. I know I, I know I heard it. I had no idea. That was a great question because I had no idea. I'm going to go B6. You're going, you're I'm going, go you're going A. Going A? I'm going to go A. Because mm. why not? Interesting. Because it's on the top. And I and none of them sound familiar. So I'm just going to go with it. All right. Go throw it up there. S4. S4. I had none no, of us were right. No idea. I had no idea. Already then. <clears throat> so there's that. What explanation was offered to explain a UFO sighting near Kyoto, Kyoto Japan in 1235? Comet, fire-breathing birds, angry gods, or wind blowing the stars about. Hmm. I'm going to go B. That's a good one. <clears throat> In Japan. Nope, I'm going to go C. Oh, I'm going to go B or C. <laughs> oh, it's definitely B or C. Oh, man. I do miss having all the sounds. Andrea <clears> says B. I'm going to go B. I'm going to go B then. Right, we got this. Ooh. Arthur says D. No, it's going to be something sc like more scarier than that. Japan. Come on. Now, I got to terrify you. <laughs> Wait. Fire breathing birds. That sounds awful. Right. That's Godzilla stuff. That's <laughs> that sounds <clears throat> terrible. Fire breathing birds. Like <laughs> what's happening? You made your you made your gods angry. And now they say you fire breathing birds. That's what happens. <laughs> All right, well, I can tell you that Arthur's right. Really? Yep. That's not, not terrifying. I don't think I did an explanation after you try. No. Nope, I did not. The <clears throat> end. Look for a short. Forget the short. We haven't we have done a short in forever. Awful with the shorts. So, no shorts. No, no shorts. Sorry, guys. Godzilla, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. It was. Mother, yeah. That was that what? big butterfly looking thing on. Godzilla. Sorry for the face. <laughs> I don't know what that is. All right. Well, that's going to do it for Ouch. our show tonight, guys. I thank you all for jumping on tonight, a night later. Hey, do you guys like Thursday nights? Yeah, that, Thursday that, feel for you. Is, like, you know? This could be season three, Thursdays. <laughs> oh, my God. Season three. I know. Isn't that crazy? Crazy to think. <sighs> so. Again, I want to thank you. think that three years ago you decided to cut a, wall, a hole in the wall to make right. a studio. Yeah, I know. Again, I want to thank Alan Smith for jumping on. He was awesome. Yes, Very thank cool. you, Alan. It was great. Yeah. Learned so so much. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, I love hearing. It was from absolutely people crazy. Like, like, like I know. said, it was absolutely crazy. And if you guys enjoyed the show, you know, jump a message on there. Uh, let us know this is kind of stuff you want to see. I mean, it's not not really a topic that we would normally cover, but you we know, can work some yeah, some knows? interesting stuff in. But it was a, it was a topic that was going on, right? Like, right. 
So it was interesting. And that's what we talk about. You know, we, we kind of got off on the political tangent for a while and rightfully so, because that's what was happening in the world. But I think people are kind of getting tired of talking politics. So, you know, the, the original vision for the show was really just talking about topics you would talk about sitting around a coffee table drinking coffee. So that's kind of what we're going to gear towards. Yeah. And this and, is something we were talking about because it was kind of what was going on. Right. So it looks like Thursdays are getting a good vote here. So that might be the way to go. So we'll see. Oh, Arthur. Oh, my God. What? Go. Oh, thank you. Yes, absolutely. Second to last comment. <laughs> Better wait than pregnant. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. On that note, we'll There's end with that tonight, shall we? <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for jumping on. Rumble. Appreciate you guys jumping on, hanging go out with us Go check us out on Spotify. Yep. Go, go like us. Listen to us while you're at work. I mean, maybe not at work, but you know, yeah, you might get in trouble on the way to work. <laughs> it's good. But have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. And uh, we'll see you next week. See ya.